0: Welcome to the Grace Long Beach podcast, a series of sermons from our weekly Sunday gathering. For more information on our church community, values, and service times, please visit www.gracelb.org. Thanks for listening. Along with the various Advent reflections will be um, brief kind of homilies that kind of reflect um, on what it means to wait and what it means to, to consider uh, God, kind of in the waiting, because uh, one of the things about waiting that that I, I find is that it 's an opportunity um, to discover who I am uh, and, and it makes me think about all of the ways in which I attempt to avoid waiting because i don 't want to deal with what comes up in those times of waiting, but more importantly, right, Advent offers us, and this is the astonishing claim of Advent that we in the waiting, encounter God. That we encounter who God is and what God is like. And we encounter the God who in John 1 says, then the beginning was the Word, and the Word became flesh. And I want you to think about that for a moment. Chances are you've heard that text, but consider, consider for a moment... That God became flesh. That God, the one who at the beginning of creation spoke and things happened. The one who parted Red Seas. The one who said, let there be and there was. That is the God who in Jesus Christ has come to us to take on flesh and blood. But not only that, he came all the way down into what it means to be a human being. He came all the way down into our lives to experience what it means to wait. In the limitations, in the struggles, and in the pains, God is not a stranger. Emmanuel, God is with us. And this is the claim of Advent. This is what it means for us to be people who wait. It's to meet the God who waits with us. If we consider for a moment this God who in the beginning was the Word and then who became flesh, what we can see is this this insistence on the part of God to be always there, And if that's true, then in our waiting, we have an opportunity to be with God. If God is the one who took on flesh to come with us, who waits with us, to wait alongside of us in those moments when we are lonely and we are waiting to feel like we belong. God is the one who waits with us in those moments, in the messiness of family when we just hope it gets a little bit better. That God is the one who waits alongside of us when we are waiting with someone we love who is sick, whose body is decaying, and who will die. God is not a stranger, but, but God is insistent always, all the time, wanting to be with and near us in our waiting. Therefore, our waiting is an opportunity to be with God. Now how often do you attempt to avoid waiting? Think about all the times when you wait. Think about when you go get coffee and you're waiting in line. Think about when you're at the grocery store and you are waiting and your your kids are thinking they're, they can just take everything off of the, the aisle. Think about when, when you are driving in traffic and you are just waiting to move. Think about you're in this relationship with a friend and you're not sure how you guys are doing and you're just waiting for them to call. Or think about your, your parent. When, when you know there's something that's, that's happened, there's like a rupture in the relationship and you're just waiting to have that conversation that you know you need to have. Think about as a spouse when you're just waiting, waiting to feel like you guys connect again. Think about those times when, as a, as a parent who's waiting for a child, waiting to be a parent, all of the anxieties and the time that it takes to just, for things to happen, the thing about waiting is that you can't actually control when things will happen. And time can then become something like an enemy, something like we try to transcend, something that isn't a limitation, but something that's antagonistic, something that's, that's like an enemy. But in Advent, what's suggested is that a time of waiting is an opportunity to meet with God. It's an opportunity to actually consider all the ways that you try not to wait for all the reasons you are trying to hide. And honestly, like so much of our technology is built so that you don't have to think that you're waiting. If you're in line or if you're doing something or or whatever it is you're doing, you can get more information. You can look up something. You can do something with the time so that it doesn't feel like you are out of control. At Starbucks, you can pull out your phone to check fantasy football. I don't even like football. And somehow I'm in a fantasy football league. And, it, and it's partly because I, I want, there are things I want to do to keep doing so that I don't actually have to wait. But Advent says there is good news in the waiting. And that good news is that you get to meet God. That you get to actually have a fresh encounter with the one who has come to us in Jesus Christ. And so how do we become people who wait? What does that mean? Well, I want to actually suggest maybe a practice or two that we might embody in this Advent season. Now, one of those things, one of those practices is going to be very practical. Here's my suggestion to you. All of you who are at least as iPhone addicted as I could be, or phone addicted, if it's, a, even if it's a lesser, like, I don't know, Google phone or something. Um, you could just, you can, you can leave it in the car. Try it. And then all of a sudden you start to you realize how freaked out you are because you think somebody might be getting a hold of you. Chances are you're actually not that important. Um, and But you're afraid of realizing that you're not. Uh, so, it, it, But honestly, that's a very practical way. Put the phone down. Leave it in the car. Go stand in line and look up and notice people for the first time. Look at people's names. Address them by their name. Look at the person who is near you, and and you can just kind of sense that there is something that they're not okay. Or look at the people who are smiling and who are happy. And maybe that will engender some sense of joy for you. Another way is to embrace those moments of quiet and silence and solitude. Actually, I want to encourage you to create them in this season of Advent. Whatever it is you do during your day, in order to to not have that, replace it with an opportunity to engage with God in a new way. Pray, or for a moment, let yourself be alone with your thoughts. And know even there in all of your fears and anxieties and insecurities that God is with you in that. Another suggestion I have, and that I'm going to attempt to do, so I'm not just saying, hey, you should do this, it's good for you, Um, is I want to encourage you to read the first 18 verses of John every day for Advent. And I'm going to end this with reading those out loud. So John 1... 1 through 18. I want you to read those 18 verses, or I encourage you to read those over and over and over again to kind of be confronted with the astonishing claim that God came to us in the flesh. That God, who is so far and seems so abstract, actually is right near us, knows us all the way even to our waiting, to our dying, and to our wanting to be made new, that this is the God who is Emmanuel. John 1, verses 1 through 18. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through him, and without him was not anything made that was made. John bore witness about him and cried out, This was he of whom I said, He who comes after me ranks before me, because he was before me. And from his fullness we have all received grace upon grace. For the law was given through Moses. Grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. No one has ever seen God, the only God who is at the Father's side. He has made him known. Thanks be to the God who is insistent on coming to us to be with us in our waiting that we might be with him.